Welcome to Nutritionista, the official podcast about all aspects of nutrition with an in-depth view into women's health. We focus on nutrition for every stage of life, as well as body liberation, healthy eating at every size, eating to nourish and fuel your bodies, and working through health challenges with education and inspiration. We'll help you to walk away from the diet culture and understand the biochemical mechanisms behind disease and illness. Your hosts are Megan Hayes and Rani McCudden. Megan is an award-winning clinical nutritionist, biochemist, personal trainer and postpartum doula with a master's in both women's health medicine and reproductive medicine. With 12 years of experience teaching, training and supporting women and their families, her passion lies within the field of hormonal health, menstruation, fertility, birth control and pregnancy, whilst empowering and supporting women through postpartum and beyond. Rani McCudden is a chef and nutritionist from the Central Coast, New South Wales. She has an advanced diploma in nutritional medicine and is in her final year of a Bachelor of Clinical Nutrition. She also holds a diploma of practice management and is a physio-based Pilates instructor. She is passionate about sharing her love and creativity with food as well as the importance of nutrition with her clients. She also runs a small hobby farm and leads a paddock-to-plate approach to life. Join us here weekly to talk to other specialists and wellbeing advocates in the fields of women's and family health, parenting, fitness and wellbeing, all from the comfort of your own home, car or wherever in the world you may be. We're thrilled to share this time with you. Hello and welcome back to the Nutritionista podcast. I am Megan Hayes and I'm joined by Rani McCudden. So lovely to chat to you again, Megan. And today we are talking about something that is very close to, I think, majority of Australians' hearts. We are in lockdown and we're going to give you all of our hints and tips in how to survive lockdown 2021. <laughs> yes, it feels like it's on repeat, but <laughs> yeah. Megan, this is your what, sixth lockdown because you're in Melbourne and I'm on the Central Coast, which is just um, an hour sort of north of Sydney. What are you doing? How are you surviving? How are you going? <laughs> oh, there are days. Some days I'm barely surviving and other days I feel like I'm thriving because sometimes I just love to be at home and not having to go anywhere as a wonderful introvert that I am sometimes. Um, I guess like with uh, so many millions of Aussies, we're kind of stuck, especially Victorians too, but you guys are just as bad right now. We're stuck in this yeah. lockdown loop. It feels like Groundhog Day where half the time I say to the hubby and kids anyway, what day is it today? <laughs> and I have my poor son doing VCE asking me yesterday going, what's the date? Is it like the 20th of yeah. August? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's just the 7th I of September. Like it's April. fine. I don't even, I haven't been past April. Oh, I know. And just, yeah, it's on this like feedback loop that just keeps going and going. But I don't know about you, but in clinic already, straight off the bat with this pandemic, I've seen a massive spike in eating disorders, a rise in yeah. drug and alcohol abuse. Um, I've heard from many sources with the increase in self-harm and not to mention the levels of anxiety and depression that are rampant everywhere right now. Like there's so many factors at play here, whether it's just the complete isolation, 
the media, which isn't always helpful at times like this. And then you yeah. have things like social media with the, you know, I don't even oh. like it's it's honestly crazy where you just people get sucked into it so easily and they feel they need to be a certain way to keep up with the Joneses I guess what what yeah, definitely. what have you found up there runs oh it's oh, definitely the same like there's so much um parental burnout I'm finding with my clients um you know busy stress moms we're not designed to work from home be mums, cook, clean, be teachers, be, you know, kind of the, with everything, with the epicenter of the family. And so many mums that I'm working with at the moment are just burnt out. Like we are, we want a holiday, but there's nowhere to go. <laughs> the laundry. Yeah. The no, laundry seems to be the place laundry, to yeah. hang out the and it's just a, hiding there, <laughs> taking a breather. Yeah. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, Having toddlers too. I've done that oh. yeah, with a glass of wine and just like hid from everyone for a good half an hour watching Real Housewives. Oh, yeah, that sounds like the dream. I used to have a like a, a walk-in pantry that you could literally go into and lock, like a corner one. Yeah. But I don't have that anymore. We've just got cupboards everywhere, so I can't really hide in a uh, cupboard, but I can't even hide in the yeah. toilet. You get little fingers coming under the door going, Mommy. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, that's it. Lord. I just, I'm lucky to I live on a property, so there's plenty of places I can go and hide and we've got so much room to sort of get out and exercise. So we're so fortunate in that respect and, like, we don't have to worry about needing to go anywhere for our exercise. But, you know, so many people are struggling with having to, like, get out, exercise, Mm -hmm. they're not getting that at least an hour every day of just being outside the house and and being outside of the the realm of what's going on here in your your epicentre. Yeah, that makes it really, really difficult. I guess in my house especially, I, we can't, I can't throw the kids out the back because the backyard is a construction site at the moment for us because, yeah, silly, we thought yeah. we'd do a full renovation but then got locked down again. So we're smack bang oh. in the middle of everything. So it's it's a little crazy here. But I guess too, like every time I feel like I can just shut down for 30 minutes because I have a gap between clients to go for a walk, my nine-year-old is starting a classroom and the three-year-old is tired and the teenagers are doing something. So it's you never get yeah. that proper quality time where everyone can peace out and go for a walk or do something functional together. And it's such a burnout. Yeah, it definitely is, isn't it? I mean, we try and have some device-free time in the afternoon because, you know, we're sort of all on our computers working until about three o'clock and the kids finish school. So it's like everyone is outside now. We're all going to get some air and we're going to sort of like run around, feed the animals and just get out of the house. Yeah. Um, I think it's so important for mental health as well. And, you know, so like you said before, so many people are struggling in that department because we're living in a world that we're not designed to live in. Um, yeah, correct. You know, we're social creatures and we're now just sort of confined by four walls and it's 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 hard. It is really hard. I know like our last lockdown I was phoning a lot of friends and catching up with a lot of people and checking in and this time I've had nothing. My books for clinic have been full, which is wonderful, but also extremely draining at the same time. And yeah, it's so easy to lose track of time. Um, this weekend I'm going to trial a digital detox for the entire family, like Friday afternoon, Friday night when we finish 
phones and devices yeah. go on the charge and they will not be touched or weakened, which is going to be amazing for the 17-year-old wow. who's going to hate me if he listens to this. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I feel like my kids would probably leave home. <laughs> <laughs> Mine threaten that quite often, but yeah, yeah there's nowhere to go um, for them right now. But <laughs> yeah, yeah it's I'm also just... hard and it's hard to manage it as well as a parent. Like you want your own spare time but sometimes that means you know they're going to be on the ipad watching youtube or something just so you can get that half an hour to yourself yep absolutely absolutely how have you been sleeping um i'm like probably the lightest sleeper and i think that's a a mother thing you know you sort of always half asleep waiting to hear them wake in the night or something um but yeah so i don't sleep well anyway so that's probably one of my worst things but my kids, I mean, they're sleeping until 9 o'clock some, some mornings. It's fantastic. Oh, that sounds good anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's How just... are you sleeping? Are you okay? Uh, look, I'm sleeping fine. I'm just finding I can see the burnout coming in myself personally. Having had full burn, burnout once before, I can see it coming yeah. a mile away where I'm in bed by 7, 38 o'clock and I'll sleep till the same time the next morning and I'm a log. I don't wake up during the night. So I'm I'm fizzling from both ends right now. So, yeah, hence my last-ditch attempt for a digital detox this weekend. And I'm trying really hard to implement some healthy meal options. So I'm loving, absolutely loving the meal plan and all the hints and tips in the free ebook that was posted to the Nutritionista community page on Facebook. And by the way, if you haven't downloaded it, make sure you do ASAP because it's been a lifesaver in my house when you just don't want to think about what to cook or prepare. It's so much easier having it all there in front of you. And it's easier to plan ahead if you do click and collect or grocery deliveries. So yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah, I've been doing click and collect um, every week and I find it really good as well because I'm budgeting so much better. Normally, I'm so extravagant at the shops. I love cooking. So I'm at Coles or Woolies nearly every day. Yeah, and like from that budgeting point of view as well, it's just great just to have my week planned out. And I feel like if I have everything organized every day I know what I'm doing I've got the kids zoom classes organized I've got my work organized I've got uni and I know what I'm cooked up I work well being organized um you know but previously I'm also known to go to Woolies and buy a whole heap of stuff come home and have a massive cook up like it's just you know you need to have a little bit of balance in life yeah I find that's yeah that's the hard part for example like I did a Woolies order the other day and it came to just over $400 and it's blowing my mind and that's just a week and it's only because my teenagers refuse to eat basic foods for lunches they want like a cooked meal every day and it's starting to drive me bananas I started doing that as well and now they were like oh what's what's for lunch mom are we having a pizza are we having like chicken schnitzel I'm like I don't know a sandwich (laughs) yeah and they get so offended I don't know about anyone else but having especially a 17 nearly 18 year old on your hands who feels like he's got a a la carte chef in the kitchen now Uh, thanks mom we broke our backs with that one because I remember at the beginning of like lockdown I was in the kitchen cooking hot meals fresh bread making my own butter and now I'm like I don't have time for that like I've got actual life things I need to be doing yeah. I can't be cooking a degustation for lunch because it's Wednesday exactly yeah I was doing the same thing only because 
my teenagers especially, they do not take lunch to school. If they've got money in their pocket, they'll either buy something from school or if I have my best laid plans and make them a great sandwich or something to go in their their bag anyway, they simply don't eat it and then they'll come home at the end of the day and they will eat me out of house and home. So at the start, yeah, at the start of lockdown, I thought this is a great way to get on top of these nutritional deficiencies that I know they have and start being a little bit creative with their lunches. Hello, teenage boys and zinc and making sure they're at their quota for protein. So they were hitting their markers and now I've just created a monster of its own because they expect that every dang day. (laughs) Well, the same at dinner time at our house. Like I, I mean, obviously we've got food allergies and that kind of thing. So I normally do make varieties of the same dish or different dishes, but I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm killing myself. I'm like doing yum cha with like eight dishes and oh, it's just, yeah, crazy. it's a you lot. You go back to spaghetti bolognese in a salad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I guess coming to that too, what I would really, really love to implement over the next few weeks with the online group anyway, and for all of our listeners, please stay tuned to the end because it's got information on how to get into our free group on Facebook and we'd love to have you there. But um, yeah. as as nutritionists and life coaches and cheerleaders in everyone's corner what we want to do for you is help women start putting themselves first um i've seen so many of you surviving off sugar and coffee and i'll be the first to say it and everyone can hate me for it but coffee is not a meal (laughs) and there's so many that i can see that have hormonal issues or they're close to adrenal burnout look at myself it can yeah. sometimes do more harm than good. And when I've said that to a few over the past few weeks, I can feel their eyes like burning at me through the computer. And it's like, I'm sorry, but sometimes it serves a purpose and sometimes it does not. So we're going to focus on that over the next few weeks. We want yeah. everyone to start living their best lives and thriving through lockdowns. So we're going to work on sleep and how to get the best sleep of your life. We want to work on getting a sense of purpose and fulfillment in your lives. We want to get you to stop neglecting your health and well-being as mothers, women, providers, everything. We need you to start putting yourselves first instead of last. Yeah, that's so true. And so many moms don't ever put themselves... And it is, I do the same thing. Like, I'm always the last on my list. Um, but, you know, we need to fill up our tanks as well. And we, our family can't function if we are burnt out. Like, you and I have both been through burnouts. And it's just, you know, we need to keep ourselves together. We need to be healthy within ourselves. Otherwise, we know that we'll end up down that track of that sort of that burnout. Oh, absolutely. I've done it before. I won't do it again. And last time it happened to me, I ended up with a wicked case of glandular fever on top of that too so that kind of led on for six months of putting myself back together to get back to where I need to be so what that means now is I don't know if this resonates with anyone else that's listening but for myself feeling the way I do right now it's a clear sign that I need to slow down I need to take some time off and cut down on what I'm doing Um, I need to focus on doing the work. So that is taking time out. That is doing breath work. That's moving in ways that serve me. There's no point in myself now going back to, 
online gym programs and trying to literally bust my ass because it will do way more harm than good especially when it comes to hormones i've finally just got my cycle back into a regular pattern it went totally awol the last two or three lockdowns just stress has set it off being generally busy has set everything off and my hormones were kind of just put in a jar shaken up and left to settle so I don't know about anyone else it's just really that time to just kind of slow down take a moment I've noticed you yeah and I don't think people understand as well just how much stress actually impacts your body oh my gosh yes it does to your body as well like it can cause IBS headaches migraines Oh, menstrual issues, like the list mm-hmm. goes on skin disorders. Like stress is just such a driver in so many different things. Yep, absolutely. And I'm glad this is a podcast and not a video right now because my skin is terrible. But I'm in lockdown, yeah. so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and most of it is I covered know, by a mask if I went anyway. out anyway. So <laughs> uh, hooray for that. I'm going with my hairdresser. So Lauren, if you're out there, I'm coming straight for you. <laughs> so, yeah, the whole message in today's purpose is just to take some time out, relax. Yeah. If the kids are doing a Zoom or their schoolwork, that's fine. You don't need to rush and put another load of washing on or try and get something done while they're doing something. It's okay okay. to take five. Exactly. Lock yourself wherever you need to, whether it's in your bedroom, in your laundry, as per your sake. Just I'm going to hide anywhere there's not children in this house, which would be great for me. Read a book, which also brings me to the next topic now that it's spring I've had a lot of people kind of reach out to do detoxes and weight loss stuff and unfortunately that just doesn't resonate with me at all anymore and where I want to be so I'm focusing more on moving for my hormones so that's something else that's kind of I'm working on right now so it's really interesting and I want to put a little bit more um, projection into my creative passions which is just that so for now, I'm just trying to stay active, try new activities. Oh, when I moved to Queensland, I did go and buy a set of rollerblades and I rollerbladed around the local regatta up there and it was so much fun and I felt awesome doing it because there were so many others doing the same thing. So it wasn't just me looking like a goose, but yeah. 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 I feel like if I tried to roll it like rollerblade now, I would just look like an absolute uncoordinated Gumby. <laughs> <laughs> I used to rollerblade heaps when I was younger, like I'm talking 15 and that was okay. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, rollerblading right now, my ankles do not like it. But once I got yeah. back into roller derby on skates, yeah, um, that was awesome. Um, so I might Annika got some skates, my nine year old, for Christmas. So we can do like a bit of mummy and me moments. Yeah, escape during recess here and there, just making sure everyone's covered up because I don't need any more trips to the dentist. No, <laughs> oh, really don't. So there and there's some great tips as well, Megan, about what to do. So what are your if you could pick five things to give to other mothers? To prevent burnout, what would your five tips be? Yeah, so my biggest thing at the moment, not only for myself but for clients, and I've ranted on about this for the last few months, is internalisation. So getting a little bit creative with you and your passions and it's kind of finding that purpose too. I don't know about anyone else, but for myself, a vision board has been massive. I've been using my vision board for the last couple of years and I'm at that stage now where every few months I will have to take something off it 
because I've achieved that. So I keep updating it all the time and it's one of those places where I should take my advice and actually stand in front of it every now and then with my (laughs) cuppa, my cup of green tea and just stand there and just not necessarily manifesting. If you're into that, go for it. I think there's an underlying hint of that. So whatever kind of sparks that passion um, and that can that vision board can include anything you can think of, whether you like me, you have dreams of moving away from miserable, cold Victoria into sunnier climates, put that on there. If it's projects yeah. you're working on for work or renovations or anything, put that on there. If you have a dream car, which was my goal for such a long time, that was on there. Just just things that kind of spark joy inside or things that kind of yeah start that fire and get things going yeah exactly and and just I guess my second tip would be just keep in mind how you're moving and whether that serves you so I know so many people get stuck into I wouldn't say cult gym fashion some would say that but I think just doing things that serve you. So for me right now, stress is a massive thing to get down. So for cortisol management for me, it's walking, it's swimming. It doesn't have to be power walking either. It's just getting out and whether it's mentally just getting to 5,000 steps a day, just doing what makes you happy and it feels comfortable. It should never really feel uncomfortable. Um, And just, yeah, slow and steady wins the race I know it's coming up to warmer weather and I've seen it everywhere with this summer body crap all over social media and if it doesn't serve you hit unfollow or mute there's nothing wrong with that protect your own I agree like every everybody is a bikini body like I'm it just frustrates me with this whole diet culture and things like that and you and I both have that non-diet approach in our clinics so it's something we both rave about and it's just, it's so hard to see, isn't it? Like yep. young women being targeted for the, their physicality. Like, exactly. Should, what about your health? You know, is, is you're risking your health to look a certain way. Yeah. I've, I've seen both sides of the spectrum. Being a PT for so long, I see yep. that culture and I, I'll be the first to admit I was that culture many years ago where that was everyone's goal and I was just there supporting them to get there along the way and I had that same intention in mind for myself however getting to this age you don't get here and not learn a few tricks along the way so yeah I'm kind of the first to admit that chronic dieting is just not the best way to be being constantly calorie deficit that's generally when they end up in my clinic with things going wrong and that warning light coming on Uh, Or focusing on calories and macros and ignoring micronutrients, which are really the powerhouses that kind of get the fire going underneath that. Um, Staying on a strict dietary protocol, which is obviously not meant to be forever. And yeah, when it comes to like that hamster wheel, going on a diet, then reaching the goal weight, then going off the diet or you get a little bit complacent and you gain either, if not all, a little bit or more. You gain that weight back yeah. on. And, then, and life shouldn't be about being on a diet 24-7. Yeah. Like, you know, food is amazing. I think more people should appreciate the value of food rather than trying to restrict it. Mm-hmm. Balanced nutrition, keeping the carbs, fats, and proteins in every meal and every snack. And that's been something yeah. I've focused on over the last few weeks, especially just having a look at that plate or that bowl or whatever you're eating and kind of visually eye off carbs fats proteins 
Yeah. As I mentioned before, eating disorders have fired up of recently, especially post pandemic. Well, I wouldn't say post because we're yeah. not entirely finished right now, but <laughs> yeah. And it's just, everything's kind of firing back up for a lot of people. So just take it slow, take it easy. It's not meant to be hard. And yeah, we need nutrients and nutrients keep us alive. So restricting is kind of not the best way to go. So once again, like I mentioned, that meal plan and those hints and tips that were posted online, amazing. And the other few suggestions I have would be, obviously, like I mentioned before, taking time out, have a social media detox, turn the TV off, stop watching the news. If it doesn't make you feel amazing, there's things you probably don't need to see today anyway. So just let it be. It's all good. Move on. Um, moving daily. So just get out of the house when you can, if you feel like you're a little bit suffocated, like most of us do right now, or if you can escape to your backyard and you've got space to do that, go for it (laughs) and making sure you're getting sunlight on your skin every day. I'll get in that into another podcast, but I could go on with that one for a long time. Exactly. Um, most importantly, connecting with people. So if you can have Zoom yeah. meetings and have a have a trivia night or join someone with a hobby class and do some painting or crafting together or chat with a girlfriend while you're popping a vision board together, anything yeah. like that that kind of fills your cup rather than drains it is a great place to be. But I think my final sign off on that is just to have patience for yourself and everyone else and the work will still be there when this is all over. There'll still be washing, unfortunately. There'll still be laundry, unfortunately. It doesn't have to be done right now. And just pour yourself a cuppa and take five minutes time out and it's all going to be okay. Yeah, they are some really good tips. Like, honestly, I think if we all start to think outside the box a little bit with how we're going to sort of have a zoom with our friends like let's say every friday night we're going to have a zoom and we're going to do a quiz we're going to do something different we're going to dress up one of my friends i saw that they do a different theme dress up zoom every week and i'm like <laughs> i want to do that like, that's, that's great that's like so much fun. <laughs> you know we just we have to be we have to think differently now it's it's a different kind of you know we can't just go and grab a coffee with a friend anymore you know Perhaps we need to dress up in our favorite 80s outfit and do a Zoom coffee instead. Exactly. But see, the blessing of that is too, you get to connect with people that are kind of a little bit outside of your postcode too. So it would have been almost impossible for us to get together on a Friday night to do a trivia night, both you and I being states away. But guess what? We can do that and we can have anyone from all over the world join us if we really wanted to. That's that's maybe we should start doing that we should start doing a hosted women's connection night every friday night with some wines and dress ups and all that stuff but um yeah there are some some great great tips and um I, I, i can't even think of much more to add to that but um you know i guess as a chef and nutritionist myself food is a massive center of our lives i'm sure it is with yours as well yes so just try and eat regular meals try and eat healthy um yep. Obviously, you know, we love pizza and all that sort of stuff, but when you start just focusing on neglecting yourself and your health with food, I think that's when you start to also start to feel sluggish within yourself as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. 
But thank you so much for this week and our chat. I love chatting to you every week. It's like makes my day. Um, yeah, but thank you so much, Megan. No worries at all. I'm so excited for next week. Yes. Thank you and bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really hope that you each got something valuable out of this episode and we can't wait to hear what you think of it. Please, please make sure you hit subscribe in the Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you can listen to the latest episodes that we release weekly. As we're totally independent with this podcast, we really do rely on your subscriptions, reviews and your shares to spread the word. If you have any questions, please join our Facebook group. It's totally free and we love getting into conversations with you all there. All you need to do is search for Nutritionista Community. If you want to read our blogs or would like to continue your health and wellness journeys with us, you can visit myself at www.nutritionista.com.au and you can see Rani over at www. Cut Rock Cottage, that's C-U-T-R-O-C-K, cutrockcottage.com.au. Until then, see you next time.